J. Carlos Rivera is a tribal member of the Sherwood Band of Pomo Indians and is of Mexican descent. When it comes to healing, he follows the guidance of Wallace Black Elk of the Lakota tribe. Black Elk taught that assimilated and colonized Native Americans have to choose between two paths, the dark road, paved with addiction and self-destruction, or the red road, which, despite being colored by the spilt blood of ancestors, is a path of healing. It's a road of beautiful culture. It's the path of language and spirituality and practicing our ancestral teachings. The Red Road is a road of uh, being sober and not using, you know, alcohol that really was given to our ancestors as a way to manipulate their mind. After struggling with addiction to the point of homelessness, Rivera reached his breaking point and prayed for help to overcome his addiction. Two months later, he was in an all-Native American treatment center in San Francisco and has never turned back. From there, his path on the Red Road joined up with others using Native American and indigenous spiritual practices to help those on the path of recovery. I remember like when I first walked into treatment for the very first time, what kept me there was hearing the stories from other Native men who were just like me. Now in recovery for 16 years, Rivera is the CEO and director for Generation Red Road, whose mission statement is to revitalize and promote intergenerational healing by utilizing indigenous teachings that provide harmony for individuals, families, and communities. Ashanti Moritz, the outreach director for the Skull Valley Band of Goshoots Warrior Spirit Recovery Center in Utah, says storytelling is a pillar of many Native American communities and is instrumental in both communicating the need for help and changing the narrative of addiction. The inside dialogue when you have addiction is very horrendous. Like it's this ongoing discussion with like, you're not good enough. You can't do that. Nothing is worth this. And it's pretty torturous to have. So when you learn to become sober, you have to learn how to redirect those thoughts and redirect your habits. By tapping into that resource, the descendant of the Macaw Nation, Tlingit, and Shuswab tribes says it can not only make recovery easier, it can also address some of the generational trauma inflicted on families and individuals. When you have all of these cultural gifts, storytelling, and the storytelling builds your character, and it builds your self-esteem, your self-worth, and your place in the community to generational trauma where all of that was taken away. It was taken from you. So you don't have that now. So now there's like, well, what what goes there? What belongs there? And that's going to be what you experience from your community. And if the whole community is sick, you're going to have a lot of sickness in that inside dialogue. The community aspect is why Michelle Chapus, Utah State University's Tribal Opioid Resource Center coordinator, says it's important for tribal members to be involved with recovery efforts in their communities. The Ute tribe member and substance use disorder counselor adds, Sometimes I think we, there's some people that can kind of get blinded by the fact, oh, Native American people are storytellers, I'm going to tell a story. Like, no, you've got to understand, you've really got to understand the story that you're telling and the different lessons and the purposes and be able to, when the client relates to that and shares that with you, you've got to be able to know the story enough that it's like, okay, yeah, I can see where you got that. And then you allow that person to expand because it's about their knowledge and their interpretation. 
Some tribal practices are location-specific, such as using sweat lodges, one of the seven ceremonies utilized by Lakota people and at Generation Red Road. The sweat lodge is also a purification ceremony, which really is not to fix all, you know, it's a way to purify our bodies, to release all those toxins that you can collect and gather over time. It teaches discipline, it teaches us patience, it teaches us also that when we practice the red road, you can't have one foot on the red road and one foot on the dark road. I mean, you can, but ultimately you just hurt yourself and then you also might hurt other people around you. Though not every tribe uses the same ceremonies, Rivera says it's important to offer different options for those searching for spiritual connection as recovery is not a one-size-fits-all practice. My recovery doesn't look like it did 16 years ago. My recovery doesn't look like it did five years ago. My recovery has really evolved into what it is today, constantly evolving and growing. And that's why I say like it's really my recovery is in a circle today. My red road is, is circular. For Utah Public Radio, I'm Cat Webb.